This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. Unicorns are real podcast. I'm Erin. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Sabin. You want us to address you as Sabin? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we like to get like a rundown of what do you want to be called on oh. the unicorns? <laughs> oh yeah, I just get called my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So how would you describe your week and a color and in a song? Um Mm, my week has been like white, but orange. White because it's been super blank. I've been off work all week, just doing whatever I wanted. And that's but nice. Orange because you know it's just been bright, fun, waking up, just doing stuff. So yeah, you said a song. Yes, a song. Hmm. I listen to two songs what? every day, and so I'll just go with those two songs. The first song is uh, Real Big by Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And then the second song is a song called Hey Lover by the Brandon Brown Collective. And so you could say I am in a very giving and um, motivated space all week. And cool. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Join time off. That's nice. What about you, Asia? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Kendrick Lamar this week um, for no specific reason. But uh, I really love Section 80 a whole lot. And my favorite joint on there is High Power. So I'm going to go with that one. And then I'm going to go with uh, a violet. Well, not like a super dark violet, but kind of like a mixture of violet and a lilac. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Um, Mine, I will say my color is in between or like a mixture of like a blood red and like a scarlet red. So like that mitts together. Mm-hmm. Because like this week I think I've I've really like I've felt like fully driven this week to like get stuff done at work. Like with everything, just like determined, just mm-hmm. buckling down of what I need to get done, getting it done, checking it off my getting it off my list and clearing out my whole assignments for the week. And the song, I'm going to go with Outcast, Get Up and Get Out. <laughs> because, like, I don't know. You need to get up, get out, and get something. <laughs> like, like just hearing that, like, CeeLo coming in, whole goody mob. Oh, my God. So you, don't, you didn't cancel CeeLo? Why are we canceling him? I'm Asia... I'm not going to cancel because you want to know why? Because <laughs> I don't fully support the whole cancel culture. What did he do? <laughs> okay. He likes little kids. When this come out? Yeah, I don't. I, it's, it's, I don't know anything. We've discussed this on our podcast before. Um, I know um, nothing. Way in the beginning. Oh. Um, yeah. He likes, the, he likes them young. I didn't read this. I didn't research into this, so I cannot confirm nor deny these allegations, and I'm not CeeLo. But the point is that it's the Outcast song you featuring motivated. Goody Mob, and I am motivated because you need to get up, get out, and get something. <laughs> so we out here listening to songs featuring R. Kelly, too? That's not the same. It's, it's a, not the same. It's, it's not the same. It's a joke. But it's I mean, not but the same. Both like no, kids, I'm so. not going to say they're the same because it's not the same. Because I don't even know about the CeeLo thing, and I don't have people really, like, calling CeeLo mm-hmm. out like that. It was kept real hush-hush. Yeah, so I don't know too much about that, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. I, hell no, I'm not listening to R. Kelly. <laughs> but I am still listening to Lilia, and I do still listen to the first album. Not gonna lie, even I though I know he got songwriting credits. I can't. I can't. I can't not. That whole album was just... It, I can't not give up... I can't give up. <laughs> think, about, think about the meaning. <laughs> think about the meaning of the song. Just, I get you. I get what you're saying. It's disgusting. But it is. I'm also. It is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. It's gross. But um, what we're gonna move on to the unicorns <laughs> are real segment, the self-titled segment, of course, and this is all about you and your creative mind. How do you express your creative mind? 
do you and um are you I'm sorry, I'm getting a little tongue tied here. So if a unicorn if your unicorn was standing right in front of you, how would you visually see your unicorn? Like if it was staring you in the face, how would you visually describe it? Um <laughs> I know it was a lot. That I'm was assuming that my unicorn would be black, like the color black. Um but not in like a bad, depressed, gothic way, but just, you know, cool. It'll be black. Um, I don't know. It would just be cool. Would you I like, assume. like, what would you say your unicorn horn would be made out of? Sometimes, like, we have people that made their unicorn horn out of diamonds, cotton we, candy. Cotton candy. They, I don't know. They wanted to eat somebody. <laughs> they wanted somebody to eat their horn. They Which, wanted to die. <laughs> true, because, you know, if a unicorn's horn is removed, it dies. I mean, I'd probably say gold. Gold? Yeah. But the hooves. Off the black? Gold. That's nice. Yeah. Gold hooves, gold, gold horn? Yeah. What about the gold tail? Gold all in my chain. Any different, black. Te- any different like, type of texture or anything like that? You she know? can be curly hair, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we've even had, like, curly hair we've had diamond encrusted <laughs> unicorns. The whole thing. I'm, Sparkle. I'm all <laughs> basic and whatnot. I like black and gold. That's fine. That's a classic <laughs> pair, and it looks nice. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> All right. So, Saban, yeah, how? Um, <laughs> sorry. How? How? Explain the making of your brand name, of how it came about. Alrighty. So I had got out of school. So I went to school for public relations. While in school, I told myself the entire time, like, you ain't gonna write nothing when you get out. Like, that's not what you want to do. So I was like, bet, cool. I'm going to figure something else out. And so, um, I don't know, really, honestly. My sister helped me. What was it beforehand? It was always something different. And so, I think when I had decided I was going to start writing, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to go off with Segs. I was using, like, Say Beans or, like, Say, just anything with the Segs. That's my name. And then, like, playing with that. And then when they decided I was writing, I was trying to figure out, like, a website name. And then... Yeah, it was the word part that we were just like, oh, well, you're using words, so, like, go with that. And then I had to use a specific number because it was already taken. And then the three one, the three O's just, like, stuck. So now I'll say a word with three O's, and I just ran with it. Okay. On your blog, it talks about a specific song uh, correlated <laughs> to say word. Is Does that have anything to do with it? Oh. What camera on? It does. Hey, mine's one of like my favorite songs. <laughs> I love it at the end when people are like, yo, L, what up? I hit what else? Plus, don't say word. And we got it on the nine. I love yeah. that part. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's classic. It worked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they used to say it back in the day. So, mm-hmm. like, my whole idea is like, be authentic. Like, I like write on magazine, like, all that stuff like that. And so, or word up. Yeah, word up, not right on. Word mm-hmm. up magazine. And so I'm like, let's keep it like authentic. Like when they really were like talking to people and like getting to know people and like you were like, oh, I'm really like in love with these artists or whatever. Because of their interviews yeah. or the written styles. And yeah. So I'm like, say word is like classic. So it works. Nice, nice. So um with that, what is your how does your family and friends inspire your inspire you? Because I want it. One of your your early posts, you said that family and friends inspire your crea- creativity. Oh, I mean, they just provide me with like a space of like home. So it's like when I'm around them, I feel kind of like I can I can feel like myself. And then like when you go out in places and you build more different friends, you find different versions of yourself that like you can just drive your own spirit from. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just like use them as like a foundation. And so I'm still building my own foundation within myself, but then I use them as like. Like, me and my brother, we like videos and video games, stuff like that. So, like, I always know that, like, I have that connection to certain things that people be like, oh, like, I know this song because of a video game. And so, like, I can play with that because, like, that's me and my brother. Yeah. So, all the stuff that we do, like, I can build off of it. And everybody around me loves music. And so, it just works that, like, yeah, that- everything I do is attached to uh, music in some sort. Yeah, because okay. you have a section in your blog mm-hmm. that that's dedicated to music. Mm-hmm. And you, you talk about the music. Do you have a favorite like uh, blog that you wrote? Uh, I mean, do you have a favorite uh, entry that you wrote pertaining to music? Um, that's tough because I kind of wrote them. I use these specific blogs to express my feelings. I'm not an 
like an open person mm-hmm. in that way. Like I was very uncomfortable, but I write them because when I express, when I send it off and I publish it, like I feel free of whatever it was. And so like, depending on where I am. So like my first one was like a weight off my shoulders, you could say, because it was mm-hmm. like, wow, you really about to like start doing this. But the last one I did was after Nipsey Hussle got killed, mm-hmm. me being in LA, it was just crazy. Like everything just felt different. And so that one was like touching to me because it really hit me and was like, boom, like, you live in L.A., like, you like L.A., like, appreciate L.A., like, be in L.A., because I'm still trying to get back home. And so, well, I was. <laughs> and so, <laughs> that whole situation, that kind of, like, that put me on a track. It put me back to being who I was. It brought me back home, basically, internally. Okay. And so, I was like, oh, I like that. So, that might be my favorite one right now. Is there a specific reason why it brought you back home internally? Just because it was, like, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I told myself, go day by day, so that mm-hmm. way I could, like, learn to like L.A. more. Okay. And I was legitimately just like, oh, just kind of, like, floating in the air, like, mm-hmm. there. And then when that happened, it just, like, something snapped at me, and I was like, you wasting your time. And so, like, it just kind of made me realize, like, you are really motivated. You're really driven. Like, do what you were supposed to be doing, because you could, like I said, like, you, I could have went home and just been doing nothing, because it was easier. It's cheaper. Or I could stay here and really do what I'm supposed to be doing. So it kind of just, like, woke me up completely. Nice, nice. So um, what did you mean when you put what um, that D.C. prepared you socially, Detroit prepared you creatively, and L.A. gave you space? Okay, so D.C. is where I went to school. I went to Howard University. Mm-hmm. And so um, just being in school around all those different black people, like— I really, like, learned to, like, talk to people, I guess. Even though everybody told me I was real standoffish or whatever. Like, you know, whatever. I don't care about them. I made my friends. You know, it was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, like, um, what did it say? <laughs> D.C. prepared you socially. <laughs> Detroit prepared you creatively. And L.A. gave you space. Okay. And so when I was in school, I was, like, just kind of, like, figuring out myself how to, like, network and figuring out the moves. I never fully got a grasp of networking because I don't like it. And I don't really... It's just weird. But it gave me, like, a little piece of myself, like, socially and being away from home and so young, I was, like, oh, you know, like, figuring out my wings. Mm-hmm. When I came back home was when I decided, okay, you're going to start writing again. And I started meeting a whole bunch of people in Detroit that were creative. And then just, like, seeing, like, how we really function and how it's so, like, slept on, like, it gave me, like, the means and the drive to really, like, be, like, all right, Detroit, like, I'm going to take—if nobody else can't really do it, I'm going to be the one to join everybody else up and we about to, like, uplift ourselves. But at the same time, getting out of school, a whole bunch of just, like, things that I wanted to do weren't going to well. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I left L.A., not because, like, oh, I'm going to chase my dreams. Like, I left L.A. running away from, like, everything. And I left to L.A. running away from everything here. So L.A. gave me the space to, like, figure out what I was doing, where I was going, who I was turning into so that way I could, like, basically find myself, find my roots all over again. Like, from even from what I learned in D.C., like, I had to just almost start all over. So L.A. gave me space and time to, like, really do that away from everybody that really knew me, who saw me every day going through it. Like, just space away from all of that, basically. Mm-hmm. So help transform. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so as you're going through this transformation, right, mm-hmm. and you're, you're cultivating your writing, right, mm-hmm. as a writer, what is your voice? And who are you speaking to? I haven't technically figured out my voice. Technically. I don't I don't think I have. But um I know that when I write, I have to write to myself, otherwise it sounds forced in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound as truthful and as deep as it could be. So I write to myself, but I realize a lot of people really when I write stuff, they'll be like, Oh wow, like I really felt that and all that stuff like that. And so more so, I'm writing to the girl who is really just, like, on her shit, but, like, I don't want to say, like, hurt or broken or anything mm-hmm. like that, but who on her shit, but, like, really just, like, playing, playing with pieces, don't have nothing put together. and But we just try, we all just trying to put it together. But, like, we know we, like, some strong-ass, like, badass bitches. Mm-hmm. But, hmm? Yeah, like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> And so that's what we're doing. That's what I'm writing to. But more, a lot of times, honestly, it's to myself. I don't want to be a selfish writer, but it's for sure. I have to write to, like, I wrote in one of my pieces, like, I write to um, 
I said, I like a good story. So I write to give her her strength. I write her prayers to God out and stuff like that. So I'm writing for me, mm-hmm. but I don't mind sharing it because that's what helps me at the same time get my own strength back. Can you explain your April 13th entry? Is this? <laughs> I know you gotta pull it up. Maybe we should have prepared you for that. <laughs> Be like, hey, what did you mean by this injury? <laughs> yeah, that was I like that one. I was re- I was like, oh. This April thirteenth. Pull it up, yeah. pull it up, pull it up. Sorry, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. It sounded like a um <laughs> like a Why you pull oh. that up? So yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I was about to fill in so space. <laughs> so this one was actually written to someone. Mm. Oh, but I wrote it very coded so that way, like you can't get it, okay. like a subtweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. So essentially, they were saying something to me about myself that I was like, I'm, I'm like yesterday. I literally was like, maybe I'm in denial. And so they were saying something to me yesterday that I was like, I'm trying to avoid this because I'm trying to like do something different. Like I'm trying to work things out like a whole mm-hmm. different way. So like, stop trying to put that on me. But so I, like, I wrote this essentially because like. It was like you were able to get something out of me that I'm trying to keep away from you. I'm not trying to say, like, I'm not trying to do. And essentially, like, I'm trying to say no. Like, no, 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 no. Let's, like, this is not real, but it is. it has some truth. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, if you're telling me this, why am I fighting you? Like, why are we going back and forth? If you're telling me, I should just be like, all right, bet. Cool. Walk away. That's not, that wasn't the case. Like, I was, like, fighting the opposite, but it's still my truth. But I'm trying to hide it still. So it was like, yeah, does that make sense? So like they were able to like find out something about me, find out my secret, basically dig deeper than I was in myself in a way that I was like, yeah, can we just not? Because this is not the direction I'm trying to move in. <laughs> like, so, so they were trying to open up a can of worms that you didn't want to open at the time? Not even I didn't want to open. It's just like. Were they just revealing too much of you? Like. Putting it shining too much of a mirror, like putting a mirror right in front of you, kind of. Or they just start getting to your Kool Aid. <laughs> it's like so the situation is like like a technically like a relationship situation, mm-hmm. and so technically like it's like we're trying to work things out in a way that like I'm in a space that's different than where I was, but I'm trying to kind of stay in that space, mm-hmm. which don't really make sense. That's why it's like. I could just be like, okay, I'm up and out and walking away because it's like it don't necessarily make sense anymore, but it's still what I want to make sense. And so they're telling me my truth, which is, you know, like opposite of what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yo, like stop digging into like my box or my Pandora's box. Like you leave those secrets alone. Let's just let this ride out when it don't have to be that way. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Deep. The message. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it's when it get too personal. I for sure don't like to give all the details about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Because then I'm like, because like I said, I don't. I'm not open in that way, mm-hmm. and so I'm like real like coded language. Like it don't have to be about a relationship. You can't. I just told y'all yeah. it don't have to be. <laughs> Make it whatever you want when you read it. <laughs> so, what is the purpose of your blog for the listeners to understand? So the initial purpose was because this is when I was in Detroit. I wanted to um, write about all my friends because, like in Detroit, you have what Big Sean, Cash Out, like Eminem, mm-hmm. like but nobody else knows about everybody else who's actually here on the ground every day working and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like get in contact with those people, literally sit and talk to them, not just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna write a story about your song." Like I did do that, but it was more so like I still wanted to talk to you about it and like understand your purpose behind it as well. So kind of like a podcast, but written out. And so, excuse me, um, so that was the original purpose, but then I also wanted to open it up into, like, I can do event planning because I threw an art show, and then I wanted to open it up as in I can brand you, I can help you with your social media, and then I was like, oh, I can consult you, I can manage you, whatever, like, that's just to help you, like, in your career, like, all of the people who are, like, on the ground trying to make it out. And then, I mean, it still stands as that, but then as of late, like, it's turned into, like, um, where I express my more creative writing. So it's still all of those, but, like, I'm still trying to... I'm not in Detroit anymore. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. write about people in L.A., but, like, this is home. Y'all are the people who I want to help. So I can help. I am going to help in L.A., but, like, I'm just trying to get that situated. So do you like to bring 
people from not bring them like in a figurative space like bridge like, the gap yeah like bridge their artistry to people to la like when you're writing about them or like to expose their artistries to the people that live in la that might not or the people that yeah, yeah whoever you write on so it's more so like my I always say my biggest goal is to make somebody cry when i'm interviewing them and so mm-hmm. um i really just want people to like get to know you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, it's beyond, like, who you are as an artist. It's like, who are we as a human? And so that way, like, I can love you regardless. And then at the same time, like, it is, to, in my opinion, it makes for better journalism. It makes for better writing because it's more honest. It's not all fluffy. Like, oh, my gosh, Kim Kardashian's pants. Like, yes, your pants are nice, but, like, who are you? Like, I want to get into that. I don't mm-hmm. want to just fluff right. I don't really enjoy that. Like, on my blog, I literally have... um one post that's not that's somebody who I cannot put my hands on. Everybody else I've actually been able to talk to and like interview with, and so it's not even for like the city. It's mm-hmm. for like us. So it's not. It's not even. It doesn't matter if I'm in LA or the LA audience. It's just like I want to put us on in a way. So like if I grow, then you can grow. Like my uh, role model right now is Karen Civil. So like yeah. she literally kind of like dope. started off like on the bottom, like just like blogging about people who she knew who she could be around, and then because she grew, she was able to help so many people out underneath her. Yeah, and so that's what I want. Karen Civil's dope. Nice. All right. Are we wrapping up this segment? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we're gonna move on to the handing out roses segment, which all about acknowledging people that inspire us, that support us, anybody we want to give a rose to, allowing them to smell the roses while they're here. You can give out a single rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. The <laughs> amount of roses that you can give to all the people that you admire is limitless. I mean, for time's sake, I mean, keep it. <laughs> so I'm giving out my roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you first. Wait, I said set an example. <laughs> set an example. Well, remember on the email, on, yeah. the, on the questionnaire, it was like, "Who do you appreciate?" So That's... I appreciate, and I'll give my roses to. Oh my bad. I appreciate, and I'll give my roses to. First off, my family, because you know they always hear and they always read my stuff, and so I appreciate that. And secondly, I'll give it to my friends in L.A., two specifically, Olivia and Shannon. Oh, and my roommate, of course, because she doesn't help me out a lot. But those two, um, they're like my accountability partners. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a, Olivia being a writer, like, we be on it every day. Like, where's your post at? Like, what are you doing? Like, let's go meet at this coffee shop. Or I'll send her something and be like, critique this. And so that works well because, like, I don't have that necessarily with any of my other friends because I wasn't trying to get that. Mm-hmm. So then I found that. So I appreciate that a lot. And Shan, she's just a strong girl. So, like, that's my dog. I also want to give my roses to all of my other friends, all of my support system, people who, you know, just always been there, people from my childhood, people from the last couple years, people who really just seen me in a specific space. And it was hard. But, like, they still here. Nice, nice. And so I appreciate them. Beautiful. I guess that's it. Awesome. So I'm going to give um, a rose out to my mother. Um, she's the biggest support system that I have. Yes, Mom. Yes. Um, she uh, helped pick out some fire clothes for me yesterday. Um, Asia look good. Where you going, girl? <laughs> she looked good yesterday. Yeah, you know, I, I tried. I tried. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> my dumb, my dumb self tried to go out the house without the knee brace. It was the dumbest mistake that I made Mm-mm. by far. It's probably why my knee hurts the most. Now, if y'all don't know, um, I messed up my knee because I was having too much fun at karaoke. <laughs> and I was jumping on the stage, you know. Um, I wasn't dropping like as hot, but I was squatting down uh-huh, low. She was, she was collecting bills. I was, blocked and dropped it? No, I, y'all I, know she was really at Amateur Night at the Pantheon. Not Ooh. at all. <laughs> not at all. What day is that on? <laughs> Aaron is the one that knows about it because she be there with her titly wings out. Titly wings. <laughs> Yo, is that for boobs? Yeah. yeah. Titly wings. Yeah. That's a 
Bitties, Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. Your little Tiddlywinks is out. I got a little Tiddlywink over there. But awesome Rose. Shout out to you, Mom. Yeah, Mama Dukes, she got me a pair of shoes. I walked out the door with a pair of shoes. That is rare for me. My big ass feet. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> These size elevens is is hard to find shoes. Dang. You know, and some some designers don't even make them. No. It, it's it's bitch to Again, have. My feet you are men's shoes? Huh? You wear men's shoes? No. Like Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like, these shoes that I have on now, these Oxford, they can be looked at as men's shoes. When I have some other shoes that are very masculine-facing. Mm-hmm. You wear gym shoes often? Nah, no, she don't. Oh, so that's if she thing. did, her life would be a such, yeah. so much easier. And you might have a better selection anyway. Yep. Yeah. Like men's selection. Men's shoes. shoes. Men's gym shoes are more expensive, too. That's. I mean, that's the they only thing. That's true. Whenever I used, when I used to buy shoes for, like, track and field, I would always go to the men's section because I had more... More options, but then again, it was also more significantly more expensive. Yeah, like a big $40. Yeah, like, and the same thing with basketball shoes. Like, my basketball shoes been expensive, like, my entire life when I was playing basketball because I, I never really wore kid shoes for that long. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, who, who are you giving your rose to? I would like to give my rose to my cousin, Tony. We just reconnected. Like, her, she just kind of, like, reconnected with our family like my immediate family this past Christmas Eve, like we haven't seen her literally since we were younger mm. and we reconnected and she's, she's pretty dope. Like she has four published books out. Okay. Um, the awakening fall for you awakening Two, and damage is her most recent one damaged and unforgiven heart. And like I'm, I, I still need to go through all of them and read them down, like read them. But she's pretty dope, and like she keeps inviting me to like this mentorship program. But like, or this this, this job doesn't allow it. Yeah, it's it's not that it doesn't allow it. It's just like the times that she tells me, I'd be like, how am I get there <laughs> in this time? And then you know, still like be there and fully in it. It'd be it, like. Cause like it is camped out in Livonia, and I'd be like, "All right, Livonia ain't super close to me, but Livonia is not far from Southfield. It's not far from Southfield, but it's also not close. It's like fifteen minutes. She be tripping. Do you drive fast? She trips off of just driving. Period. She hates driving. I do. Something could be like fifteen minutes away. I don't want to drive. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not that it's 15 minutes away. It's just that I don't like driving. It's not ever the distance. I just don't like driving. Well, she said it's kind of far. Livonia's not far. From <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm dramatic. I don't like driving. <laughs> it's not. I don't like driving. Yes, I know this. Again, it's I don't like driving. Down the, it, yeah. I don't like driving. South. It's, <laughs> all you got to do is take 696. Yeah, I'm just thinking that. It's like it's, 10 it's, minutes It's over. literally the freeway. Don't like driving. And she lives right off of 696. I'm not going to say where she live at, but I'm just saying. she Basically lived, give my location. I didn't give I you don't like driving. I'm just saying. She lives right <laughs> off the highway. Again, I don't like driving. Indeed. For the longest, I didn't mm-hmm. have to drive. Shout out to Ramsey. He was my <laughs> chauffeur. I got my license when I was 16. <laughs> so why wouldn't you drive? I don't like driving. I didn't, I didn't want to get my license. Oh. That was a whole... I was like... So you you about to force me to do driver's training? Oh, okay. She was tired of driving you everywhere. That's not true. So so so, <laughs> and she didn't even. First, first of all, don't don't do that. My mom didn't even drive me that much in high school. <laughs> Shout out to Ramsey again, who was my literal ride to and from high school. <laughs> oh, you ain't gosh. take the bus like the rest of us. I took the bus sometimes. She not was too time. good to take the bus. That's not true. I ain't like taking the bus. Don't don't. I, I walked to school. Don't pretend. Let's my, not pretend like bus. you know my high school life. I I took the bus freshman sophomore year and then junior year. I was like, I don't feel like it. Because it'd be from. like, can I get a little bit extra sleep? Who can drop me off in the morning? Then Ramsey got his car, and I was like, bet. <laughs> then I was in there, and I was Whenever like, I that was sophomore year because Ramsey two years older than me. Whenever I missed the bus, my mom made me walk. She said, I'm not taking to school. Can't relate. Me. She made me walk. <laughs> three, <laughs> I only, three, I only, mile, three mile walk one way. Maybe, yeah. Nah. 
can't relate. Even if I did walk, and when I did do the couple walks to practice, it's only like two miles top. They would have expected not to house. see me that day. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, and if I didn't go, she would be on my ass because she was also the track coach and she also subbed there. So she, mm. it was just hard. Working with your parents, a whole other. I mean, going to school with your pe- parents. That's a whole other thing. A whole you know, other segment. Yeah. A whole other segment. And y- your daddy gave me a hard time, bro. He gave me, <laughs> he gave me some a lot of hard time because he would always report back to my mama. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. My teachers were told not to report to my dad because he was at work by my mom. So thank you, shout out to her. <laughs> that must be nice. Yeah, she for sure told him he at work called me, not him. But I wasn't a troublemaker, so. <laughs> cool. And you skated on by. <laughs> so we're going to move on to our staying fly segment. It was all about staying stress-free because, you know, I got to stay. Fly. Tell her. All right. And this is where you give our listeners ways that you stay stress-free. How do you stay stay fly? She can't get it out. I'm going to need her to shut up. She got marbles in her mouth. <laughs> Shut it. Ooh, how do I stay stress-free? Y'all, I just quit my job, first of all. Ooh, bless. So, that was beautiful. That was a load. Yeah, it was Taking a big off. load. And I don't want another one. I don't want another full-time job. Let me say that. I want another job. Knock on wood. I just don't want that full-time job. So, that was that was major. Being in L.A., I like, you know, going to the beach, looking at the sun. But overall, you know, you got to go to sleep. During the day, if you got to, just shut everything down and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's how you stay stress-free. Eat. When you want to eat, what you want to eat. That's it. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Sun. Water. Edibles. Eating. Okay. That too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're going to move on to our first game, right? Yes. Which is the speaking or tweaking game. And what is speaking or tweaking about, Asia? Please. It's talking about if somebody's talking about hot shit or they whack. Whack and shit. And th- this is a very, very special speaking or tweaking. It's our very first time comparing two songs within a rap battle. What yes. a duel. Yes. A classic one. One one of the first ones. And then it's it's very it's amazing because it's one sole female against a whole group of niggas. Whole group Ooh. of niggas. <laughs> so we're gonna pause and details. and take a listen to the song. She thought my name was Barry, I told her it was Gary She said she didn't like it, so she told to call me Barry She said she loved to marry, my baby she would carry And if we had a baby, we'd name the baby Harry Her mother's name is Mary, which is really quite contrary Her face is very hairy, and you can say he's scary She lives in Miami, our father's a fairy His wife's a secretary, and son's a military To force him to a list against her wasn't voluntary His daughter's name is Jerry, his son's a Tom and Jerry Jerry had the flu, but it was only temporary Back in January I met this dude with the name of a hat. I didn't even walk away. I didn't give him no rest. But then he got real mad and he got a little tired. If he worked for me, you know he would be fine. He wears a kango and that is cute. But he ain't got the money and he ain't got the loot. And every time that I see him, he's always a begging. And all the other girls that he's always trying to leg it. Every time that I see him, he says, you see, compared to me this week, compared to mine, every time that I know that I am saying something fresher, in any category, I'm considered the best, and every time that I say it, there ain't nothing less, and everybody knows I will win the contest, and after that, came the educated rapper, his fingers start to snap, and my hands start to clap, but every time that I see him, everything he say, he rockin' to the beat of any Alright, and we're back. <laughs> so, how did you feel about... Um, How did you feel about first UTFOs, Roxanne? Roxanne. Roxanne. <laughs> Compared to Roxanne's Revenge by, by Roxanne, Roxanne Shantae. Shantae. <laughs> <laughs> she giving us this weird stare. I'm just explaining what's going on. Um... I'm not going to lie, you guys. I hate this about my myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do not like women rappers. 
Okay. I really don't. That's fine. I like Megan Stallion, though. Okay. She don't count. Why, why don't you like women rappers? <laughs> Wait. Why, why? why don't you like women rappers? Be honest. Can she I explain don't... why she don't count? <laughs> Wait. Oh. Oh. I don't know she why don't I count. missed that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I like Megan Thee Stallion. She just, you know, I don't know. She came out. She was popping. But I don't, I don't know. Okay. I like Lil' Kim. I like Foxy Brown. They had a, like, their voice... Mm-hmm. Was like good See, enough. So we talked about this. Yeah, you got to have a little bass in the voice. Yeah, and then it's like you don't have to be like a man, but like you need that bass in your voice. And so like, it's just like you have to sound right. When you sound, I I, I don't want to say it. If you sound like a woman, it bothers me. Well, she was prepubescent. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, she was what, 15? <laughs> 15? She was like literally a child. Yeah, she was a child. But it's weird. I like I like I like the I like Queen Latifah's voice a lot. She's very like. Yo, what's going on this Friday? I like, feel like she. I feel like when she said, "Who are you calling a bitch?" Like that was a lot of a lot of bass. I feel like, you know, I thought that that was. Oh, that blew out my ear a little bit. Well, don't blame it on me. Blame on the person that set it up. No, I mean, I, I mean, that's your control. your volume is down. Golly, your volume is down. That but was hot. I had to turn mine down even even more from last time. Cause it's too it's too loud. My left ear dead. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, like I felt like Queen Latifah had a lot of bass in her voice, but I can understand how you feel about how her childlike voice. Yeah. I had to get past that and just read the lyrics. Yeah, I might I'm, have to read the lyrics. Man. Yeah. So I mean, basically in the song, you know, I don't know if you disassociate yourself from the song because of her voice. But um, I heard a couple things. She yeah. was talking about how you know how she just you know take care of her shit. Mm-hmm. Handle you her know, business. Talking about how she better MC than them. Yeah. How they'll ever be. You know, um it was just it was basically just a lot of just talking shit going back and forth because it, it confused me and UTFO's Roxanne Roxanne, they was talking shit about Roxanne, this 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 Roxanne Roxanne. But they was talking shit about her, but then they also wanted her, which just blew me. Like I was just so confused. Like that's the wildest thing that's about men in like, general. Like, nigga, what? Like why are you insulting me <laughs> insulting me but then still trying to get with me? Men in general. Like it's is it they don't know how to speak. He said, to women. I'm gonna emotionally abuse her, knock her down break a it level. Down. <laughs> break it down a little just, bit. Just so that I I she can find me attractive. This is like the whole I entire too. Twitter demographic right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like she cut into their manhood a lot as a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, she definitely stood her own, her ground. Did you, Which is why she's like a legend. She got her own Netflix show and everything. Yeah, that movie was dope. Did you watch it? Mm-mm, actually, no. It was a really good movie. A lot of fucked up shit that happened in her life. I heard and from then, the previews. And then she kind of, she discovered Nas, too. Look at her. Yeah, it was it was real dope. I should watch that now. Yeah, she punked him. He was he was like, "Can I spit some rhymes to you?" She was like, "You got a name?" Well, I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> how, how you gonna be a how you gonna be a rapper without a name? And then he came up with Nas. Yeah, it was dope. And then he spit his rhymes at the end, and she was like, "Oh, you fly, you fly." <laughs> but I I think that um, I I liked her I liked her version better. Yeah, me. yeah, I could listen better than the other one. The other one was kind of noisy. Oh, you're talking about UTFOs? Yeah. Because there's so many things going on? Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it Hers was, definitely was just more fluid compared to theirs. It was just bars. She was like, I'm going in. Yeah. yeah. And she again, did it all in an apartment a building. battle rap champion. In the living room. The champ's here. If y'all ever watched the Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The champ's here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, it, was a, it was a dope movie. It was a dope movie. Not How do you feel? Go, it was a movie. I thought it was a TV show. No, it was, it was a, a movie. movie. Oh, well, I am going to watch it. Yeah, yep. it's just a movie. Quick movie. Yeah. Get well, a isn't quick it called, It's called Roxanne Shante, right? It's Roxanne. It's Roxanne. Roxanne. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. I didn't know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How do you feel about the song? The songs, Aaron? <laughs> I thought the Roxanne Roxanne was funny. Mm-hmm. I was like, they ain't shit <laughs> for one, <laughs> but it's hilarious. But and then like her doing the right sands revenge, even though granted they were not talking about her no. at all. She was she a just, child. She just snapped, <laughs> she just chimed, she chimed was, clapped back for no reason. My man, who was the DJ at the time, according to mm-hmm. the movie, look gave her the track. <laughs> he was like, do this track, <laughs> and then she was like, bet, and did it. Yeah, she didn't even want to do it. 
So she didn't understand the concept of like Roxanne from like the police. Like that's just a common name. Is that what this is? No, it was. No, it was they wasn't talking so, about her, right? No, no they, they just, gave he get the DJ. I forgot his name. Yeah, I forgot his name. That's so terrible. So y'all, <laughs> y'all can pull my card on my hip hop nonsense. Whatever. Everybody forgets names. What's Everybody wrong? forgets names. I don't know who you're talking but about he, at all. Honestly, he basically had the track, and he was like, "You want to spit on it?" And he had there like it's. I mean, it's mm-hmm. on the same laid the over same the same beat. beat. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, but I got to do laundry. Yeah. yeah. So she just spat. She came in, let it, laid it down in one, one take. Go. It was like, all right, oh, bye. Shit. I still need to do this laundry for my mama. Yeah, she got big off of that. Bet. And she just called herself Roxanne Shantae because her name was Shantae. So she just put them together. Boom, Roxanne Shantae. They ain't got a whole marketing scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And then you get big because you make it a diss track and you don't even know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. not even affiliated. You're just rapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rapping for all the women. Yeah. Power. Yeah. <laughs> Except so, you don't like the women. <laughs> so speaking is the consensus for Rotan. I mean, Rotan. They're cool. <laughs> they can sometimes rap. You know, it's just Sometimes. It just I'm depends. getting hurt by these statements. <laughs> You know, you have I'm not some a people female like, rapper, but like MC Light, she has some bass in her voice. You know, every time you, she you keep naming old school. I know, but I don't that's know what I'm talking about. Like, is that is that talking. what's gonna put you on if we give you more old school hip hop artists? Because there's a lot of old school female rappers that, that was cold. Yeah. It's not even all about the bass, just like cold. Well, I'm saying from her perspective, because I understand from her perspective. That's why a lot of times like I don't listening like listening wise. Yeah, listening wise, I don't like I don't like a squeaky voice in my ear. Yeah. That's why I don't like Eminem. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. His voice is terrible. Thank you. Terrible. <laughs> Angel, you hear that? Oh. His voice is shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guest on here that's also a friend of ours. That, oh, I dang. Know. I still ain't called Angel. I need oh, to well. make that call. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we can put you on the more female mm-hmm. rappers or female artists. I mean, I'm down to bass. try. I'm down to try. I mean, it's not that bad. Bass. Like, Cardi B, like, her <laughs> voice is actually irritating, but I happen to like some of her songs. It sound like Cardi to the state. Nicki Minaj, it for sure, like Cardi cleaned with the her career up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Britney doing a little ham. <laughs> she was sorry, Vogue in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's a level of hype, too, at that. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know. I just hate, I be feeling real sexist when I'm a girl. So it's weird. <laughs> I mean, you could you good. be. You good. You could <laughs> be affected by, you know, the ways of the world. <laughs> I I understand wholeheartedly how you say you just, you don't like their voices. Because sometimes when females rap, it sounds like gnats in your ears or oh mosquitoes in your ears. That's just how it sounds. And it was crazy about the city girls and all that. Everybody loved them. But when I really sat down and heard that song, no. something act up, twerking her, whatever. Oh, yeah. That's song where they say that. Act up. Yeah. I, I really was sitting there and I was Miami just and like, I can't yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that and I was just like, ooh, like, no. <laughs> you know what? When I first heard that song, it was on accident. I was making a video on Instagram. It was like, as soon as I came back from my, no, it was right before my trip out of town. And I, I heard it. I was like, I'm going to just add this to it. I was like, this is so funny. Because I was like, I don't that. I don't. That's so crazy. And the I fact listen- that young Luliati yeah. wrote it. I listened to an interview with her. And I was like, oh, she's so cute and adorable. And when I heard that song finally, I was like, she sounded the exact same. But I was like, I can't listen to this song. Like, I can do the. Yeah, I just can't I think I just laugh. At I it. think that I white like- girl has the worst voice. Uh, what's that rapper, that white girl that was from Australia? With T.I. was writing <laughs> on her raps. Her, her voice was the most disgusting voice I've ever heard in my life. Iggy voice wasn't even that bad, actually. I, I didn't like it. Oh, I was trying to close my nose and sound a little nasally. Because that's what she sounds, a little nasally. Mm. And Nicki Minaj even had a good voice. I like that she played with her voice a lot. I didn't, I didn't mind that at all back then. Sometimes at it looks like point. she having an exorcism when she performing, so I'm not with Nicki Minaj. No, not anymore. No, I was but, trying yeah. to think of Nicki's lyrics, and she just be she be having yeah, these think about weird. Monster. Yeah, that's see? what that's, she, that's she, what was coming see? up. She had the hardest verse in Monster. Oh, no. Jay Z. Uh, I'm tough to say that. I'm sorry if she did. She had the hardest verse on that song. She about to cut you because she a big Jay Z fan. Me too. He my favorite rapper. <laughs> Wait, he my little, favorite rapper. The that's little why turn, I'm like, wow. the turn away. 
He my favorite rapper, bro. And I'm still just like, Nicki went in. Like, she went to fucking. I've never been a big Nicki Minaj fan. Me either. My my friend Linnell is a full bard. <laughs> to this day? <laughs> like, to this day. Like, he has her whole perfume collection. Like, all I the little perfumes. I didn't know perf- she had perfume. Yes. Wait, did I didn't know he? she had that many. You said he? Yeah. That makes sense. I, didn't I don't know. think a lot of women like her as much. I didn't know that she had that many perfumes. How many she got? He had like 10. <laughs> he and was wearing them? I mean, he wears them. Was it just like a collection? But he has, yeah, like the little collection. Fe- no, I, I'm saying he's just like saving them just no, for like he, keepsake he, or he's wearing them. I think them. he uses them, but like still, he, he collected all of the bottles. I didn't even mm. know she had that And many. I didn't even I know the like smell. three or four. See? But, like, I think each bottle has a different design, but that's why I was like... Based off the albums, right? She was, like, dropping those and her albums at the same time. Yeah, but it looked like a lot because they all had different wigs. And they all had different, like... It was was the same silhouette, I thought. I think it was the same, but it was, like, one at the pink wig, then one had, like, a jewel thing, and then one has the black with the short bob, and then there's one with the black and the long hair. It's different bottles. Y'all, y'all both have to look it up. <laughs> no, I, I don't care enough. I, I was am. just turning my phone off. All right, what's next, Asia? What's next is our uh, our next game. Our our final game. Yes, our final Aww. game. We've come to a close. I wanted to play more games. This is fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So our next game is called Color Your Life. And what is Color Your Life about? It is about color theory and the importance of color in your life and your perception of it. Perception. So, so I'm going to lay out um, different images that have um, colors that are the focal points. And within these images, I want you to pick which color is more, is more um, I guess, you're drawn to the best. And then... If you have any questions about which color is the main color, like this one is red as well as this one's red too. Okay. So and it's not about the image. It is about the color. The, the color first, but the image and the colors in the song that are all connected because all of these um, color theory images, they they represent a song and then the image is tied in with the song and there's a question on the back that I'll, an- that I'll ask you. Hmm. You know, it was interesting. I just learned something new about purple. What? Um, that purple is a color of regalness, I think. A royalty mm. or something. Royalty. royalty. Yeah. Yes. And so, I'm also drawn to that because it's a fish, you know, black mm-hmm. power. Yeah. Um, but then this green is really catching my eye. Yeah, do you want to look at it closely? You know, it's got a black female on the money. Oh! I want that one. You want the green one? <laughs> money, okay. money, money, money! Money! Money, 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 money. That's fire. Money. <laughs> okay, so um, when you see green, what do you think of? When I see green, I think of money and abundance and trees. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we've, we have yet to have someone correlate green to weed, which, I mean, I guess that, that would be... Uh, be kind of obvious for... I, high, I think about high, really, like the jungle. High. Okay, okay, trees. okay. I didn't know if you was when people say trees, I'm thinking that they're talking about weed too. So I mean, well, I meant the I'm, real one because you know that like, you know this hip lingo that's out now. They talk about trees is just you know just Dang. weed. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> so um, you say you think of uh, money, money, abundance, and trees. Abundance and trees. Okay. So the color theory concept behind this, which is the the uh, stack of money, um, is. A Kendrick Lamar song, I I love Kendrick Lamar. Um, is ambition? Oh, I said I said Kendrick Lamar. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm like, I don't it know that song. Definitely Tupac. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm in my head. I'm thinking about what I was talking about earlier. I'm literally just thinking of of high power in my head. I, but then tw- then combining it with Tupac, which is <laughs> a fail. Um, so I. I'm sorry, guys. I did pick out these songs. So don't think that I just don't know my shit. Um, this is Ambitions of a Rider by Tupac. That's my jam. Yes. It's a you know, You know, it's just talking about being ambitious. You know, you, you got to you gotta um, just keep going. 
hustle hard. Um, and then I'm going to ask you a question. So what keeps you motivated within your created creativity? Honestly, I've been trying to figure this out myself. Because I feel like I've been real motivated my whole entire life. Sorry. I feel like I've been real motivated my whole life. But, like, um, I don't know why. I just want to be happy. I mm. want things. I want a lot of things. Okay. And so I'm motivated to get a lot of things. So I get a lot of things. If that makes sense. <laughs> so you want to be motivated. Are you you're saying you're motivated to get a lot of things so that you can get a lot of things? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Like so, I literally want to live a full life. Okay. So your motivation is your future that you want to obtain. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have any last words for our our listeners? Follow me on Instagram at sayword with three O's dot com. Go read all of my writings on my website at sayword.com. Oh, my Instagram is not sayword.com. Dang, I really it's, messed it's, that up. It's, uh, that was about to be a good drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if they, but, say word. But if they look up say word, they will go It'll to you. It'll come to you. Yes. yes. And then also I'm on medium.com. You can read me on there. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Some other stuff working on in the future. I, mean, I didn't it know you was on medium.com. Yeah, I tried to make some money off medium. Mm, so that's the plan. Nice. That is your Instagram name. Say yeah. word. Yeah. You yeah. said it wasn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. Yes, you did. Oh, I said say word.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's why I messed it okay, up. Okay, yeah. come on. Like, wait a second. I, I that. just checked. That's, okay, now I understand. I'm just yeah, like, that's okay. why I said I messed up the drop. Because like, like, I had added some oh. extra stuff to my name that don't belong there. Just .com say. isn't on there. But it is. Say word. Yeah, it is. Say word. I was going to be like, she done changed up <laughs> her name. <laughs> she done changed up her name before the show happened. Bro, it confused all of us. <laughs> I was like, I was just on her Look, page. I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my research for this. Yeah. <laughs> But, of course, we are recording in the Detroit is Different Studios. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow us on Instagram at... Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And follow us on Twitter at... Detroit Unicorns. And, um, you know, leave a five-star rating. You know, yeah. like, subscribe, all that jazz. Vote or die. Leave comments. Talk yes, to us. Engage. Communicate with them. Engage. It I helps. Mean, we have great conversations on, on the podcast, and we can also have great conversations with you. Asia, ready for a Twitter beef? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Come out my head. I said it. Eminem got a trash voice. Come out my head right now. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.